This week on the podcast, I'm talking about the price of the PlayStation 5, the price of the Xbox One X, and the 35th anniversary of Mario, and Nicholas Cartier. <laughs> A whole lot more. Moesha. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast, a podcast about video games, also about people in Michigan who play video games and their opinions. My name is Dan Allen, and I'm joined today by the good doctor, Nicholas Cartier. Hey, that's me. Hey, <laughs> thanks for making this house call, Cartier, because you're the doctor thing. <laughs> it is... God damn it. It is <laughs> Sunday, September 20th. Giving away what date we recorded in case we upload this 13 days from now. <laughs> uh, welcome. It is a busy... We literally actually have a lot of shit to get through today, Mr. Mm-hmm. Cartier. Yeah. Since we last spoke, Xbox was like, this is the price. PlayStation was like, this is the price. Those companies were like, we're actually called Microsoft and Sony, Dan. Please, <laughs> thank you. Uh... We saw the Mario 35th Anniversary Direct, We a, a mini Partners Direct, I believe they called it. Yeah. A Ubisoft Forward, all these things. That's too many things, Cartier. All at once. I mean, it's a, a lot of shit to yeah. get through. We actually have to sift through these things. It's a beautiful Sunday night here nice. in Michigan. It's fall here in Michigan already, just so you know. A little update on that. Dude, someone really like flipped the switch. <laughs> it's, it's truly fall all of a sudden. Um, before we get into any of that good stuff, any of that sweet hooded sweatshirt-based weather, uh, any video game talk, it's time for All the Leaves Are Brown and the Game's Delayed. All the games. Okay. <laughs> Since we last spoke, Cartier... Kena, Bridge of Spirits, has been delayed from 2020 into Q1 of 2021. Early next year was the language Ember Moon, or Ember Studios used. Ember Moon, shout out, women's wrestling. Uh, Skull and Bones has been spoken about, Cartier. Uh, it said, don't... It. Uh, <laughs> Ubisoft said, don't expect a re-reveal, a re-reveal until 2021. This game was announced E3 2017. We lost. Uh, we last saw footage 2018, and word on the street is there is a new vision. <laughs> a year and a half ago, we said that <laughs> in the spot because they said it. They're like, oh, Skull and Bones is rethinking it. Okay. Yeah. No, no side commentary. No more heroes has been delayed into 2021. Suda 51 says it's all about the. Uh, the work from home baby. That's not, that's not a direct quote. But he did say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and all these things probably affect for the same reason. Codemasters says Dirt 5 delayed out of October to November 10th and will launch with the Xbox now. Hmm. Also, we must have missed this. This is since we last did this before that. Halo Infinite delayed in August. Now no longer launching with the Xbox. 2021 sometime. Do we, do we know this? What the fuck? <laughs> and then not a delay, but a delay. Uh, 
Michelle Ansel from Ubisoft, creator of Rayman, creator of Rabbids, and creator of Beyond Good and Evil 2, or Beyond Good and Evil, uh, has left the video game business after 30 years to work on a wildlife sanctuary, his secret passion, his side passion for all these years. Beyond Good and Evil 2, development continues, he says, development on every project he was doing, there's another one called Wild, has been autonomous for months, so it's already, it's deep enough in development, it doesn't really matter. And finally, I just want to end this by saying, Sega did reconfirm Yakuza, like a dragon, launching day one with the new Xbox. Yakuza team and Sega says we guarantee it toots. In case you're losing faith because that song. <laughs> and that's been uh, Leaves Are Brown, Games Delayed. Twitter loves that uh, segment. Did, did you know that? They do. No, that's not true. <laughs> oh. But you could tweet at us, at Litmit Media, I think. Maybe it's at Litmitten. What is it? I think it's at Litmit Media. Yeah, let us know. It, I, it might be a bit Litmit. Send us delays. Send us De- both of them. Delay information. I'll take it. Help me do that bit. Cartier, before we get into all the news, it's time for the longest running episodic segment in the history of the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast. This week in gaming... The Twig. Like, every video game podcast has this segment, Cartier, I realize. Most do. Unless they're super news-centric. Right? Yeah. Maybe take themselves super seriously. But, like, how many of them call it The Twig? You know what I mean? Because if I ask the question, how many call it This Week in Gaming? Probably more than just <laughs> us <laughs> in the history of time. Yeah. Uh, but The Twig, Cartier, what did you play <laughs> this week in gaming? Well, first of all, This Week in Gaming is brought to you by Dan Allen. Dan, what have you played this week in gaming? We're switching up. I'm first? Yeah. Reverse, you know, third. It's brought to you by what you played this week in gaming. What a spoof. Uh, Cartier, I'll say it like this. I haven't played much this week, for the record. There is a mid-season update for Fall Guys. I'm going to tell you about next time we talk, because it's on the agenda. (laughs) I haven't hopped back in Fall Guys for a hot second, so... That update happened a few days ago. What I have been playing, as far as beam-based people, it's the case of, did I start playing this game, Cartier, and then I started seeing it pop up everywhere? Because it really is having a surge in popularity right now? Or is it, now that I'm aware this exists, I see it places, because I actually know what the fuck it is, so now I'm actually seeing it. It's a game called Among Us. Been out for two years. I don't even know... Why I first stumbled upon it, I was genuinely just on the store. <laughs> and I remember reading a review. I can tell you what made me click on it. Whoever did this review sold this game to me. Earned this developer $2 when I eventually paid to get the ads away. Uh, <laughs> but the review is like, oh, I've been playing this game for two years. And it's still great. Before that, I knew the concept. And the concept is this. Among Us. There's ten people in a space station, generally. Uh, you can change it between 1, 2, and 3, but I'll just let you know how I play most times. There's two of the ten people are imposters. Uh, everyone has tasks to do, really simple tasks. They take you across the pretty vast uh, spaceship. It's generally like maybe like 14 rooms, the main map I play, that's connected by hallways. Uh, probably like on four cameras... Probably six of those hallways are covered by cameras, which is another room. So there are actually rooms where there's not a task to be done necessarily. I think there's tasks in every room. Anyways, 
but you're these little beans running around. Like I said, eight of you or however many of you are genuinely trying to do the tasks, and there's a bar up top that's like getting the tasks done so we can take pretty much take off in the spaceship, I kind of assume. Yeah. But two people are imposters, and they cannot do any of the tasks. They can do everything you can do, but they can't do any of the tasks. They can stand next to where the little bean would be standing if someone would be doing the tasks, but their abilities are killing, <laughs> they can kill you, and they can also hop into vents, which is something normal uh, workers cannot do. Uh, and generally, it's a game about figuring out who these imposters are. Uh, you There's a big button at spawn point for emergency meetings, but also whenever you find a body, whether you're a killer or a crew member, you can report it. When you report it, it stops the game, brings everyone, the chat comes up, and then you just start talking. And I can tell you, run through, let me run through how it generally goes. <laughs> First body's reported, let's say only one person's dead. Like, this a slow death. Where? Four people are going to say where. You can't even assume that only real people are asking where, because I'm lazy. So I don't ask where a lot. That's But first thing you need to say is where's the body? And if you saw anyone. Or if you have incriminating evidence, lead with that, <laughs> generally. Uh, and then it's it's basically voting. Voting who you think the imposter is. Uh, and your options are to vote for any of the colors, including yourself, or skip. And voting for skipping voting is generally what you're voting for when you vote skip. And that votes like a person. So four, if there's eight of us, four people are convinced it's brown, but four people vote to skip, that's a tie. And nothing happens. But if we all voted brown, uh, it would eject him. And there's a few different settings that can be on. Most people keep confirm ejection on. So it's like, it'll be like, Poopy Pants was ejected. Oh, I'm sorry. It would say, Poopy Pants was an imposter. One imposter remains. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it'd be like, Poopy Pants was not an imposter. And then everyone's like, fuck. It's like, who told us to fucking kick Poopy Pants? It's like, <laughs> was it red? Because there's... <laughs> Oh, we're getting deep into this. In Among Us, you're these little beans, and there's maybe 12 colors to choose from. 10 players in the game, but you generally see the same colors. You know, it's black, white, brown. There's two blues and two greens. That's always classically <laughs> can fuck people up. A light green and a dark green, but I generally play as pink or purple. Uh, the purple's like dark purple. It's very good. But anyways, a lot of times, the conversations in this chat box, Cartier, are just like, red is sus. Sus is a word. <laughs> Let me tell you... Let's talk about new fucking gaming jargon and old gaming jargon. Both matter in this game, Cartier. I, I think, I mean, it's not like I don't know what you mean when you say sus, but this is the first time I've typed it and meant it. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> sus is the short term for fucking when people are suspicious 100%. Uh, that's the new thing that I think sus as a fucking <laughs> gaming term, really using it, that's new to me. I'm enjoying that. One thing that is forever, Cartier, is GG. Good game forever, I just want to mention that. Because <laughs> this is such a chat-based game. It's a very psychological game. Getting into the depth of it, now that you know that it's just generally tasks and two people are trying to kill you. Uh, like I said, there's cameras that look at some of this, so... There's an idea of, you know, killing someone and reporting it, but then the idea is that, like, people are like, Oh, you found a body and no one was around? I either think, well, that sucks, we don't know who did it, or it's like, self-report. Fucking self-report. And a lot of people jump to that conclusion. A lot of people jump to every conclusion, Cartier. Um, I started seeing memes for this game after I started playing it. Like, <laughs> You know what? I think, alright, for yeah. sure, I've seen the memes. And generally the imposter memes are, it's like, hey, I saw this man kill this person. It's like, 
yeah, but where's your proof? And then they vote that person off. That person was not an imposter. That's how it really happens. You see some fucked up shit happen. And people have to wait for you to vote, you know what I mean? You can change how long people have to discuss and vote. I love that shit. You can change how fast the crew and the imposter run. Uh, they have to run the same speed, but they don't have to have the same vision cone. Because uh, we can turn the vision down, and generally, even though you can see the map, it's like, until your person, your little bean, turns the corner, uh, you wouldn't see if there's a body or a live person standing there. Um, the idea of faking tasks, you can stand next to most things that are like a circuit box, and you're connecting the wires. If you were really doing it, you'd be connecting the wires. There's no visual way to know if I'm doing that for real or not. A few things are like, oh, there's like a medical scan in med base. People are like, oh, I fucking saw brown scan. He's good. Uh, <laughs> and fucking like, there's weapons. And you can turn those off so they're not visual, too. You can also turn ejections off. I love that, Cartier. <laughs> Being in a group of two people among eight people who are trying to figure out who the killers are, it's you. <laughs> ejections are turned off so they're like, someone is so sure they saw a brown vent. But guess what? They're fucking wrong. <laughs> and we eject them, and it's like, that's great. <laughs> and then slowly, uh, yeah, just working your way through things. As the imposter, you also can sabotage the ship. You can turn the lights out. There's m three major sabotages. The reactor, everyone has to run to the reactor. Two people have to disengage it from melting down. There's the oxygen. You can fuck up the oxygen on the ship. That has to be fixed in two places, but technically one person could do it. And then there's turning the lights off, which is my favorite. Because you don't have to go fix the lights, but it for sure fucks up with people's vision. And if they don't fix the lights, it's a mistake, 100%. Like, because <laughs> so many times you come across a dead body and you just see, like, orange booking it the other way. You're like, I fucking saw you, orange, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, did you see anyone? It's like, hmm. My favorite thing is when it comes down to three people, Cartier. Because I... I don't know if I've said this, it's a very psychological game, trying to convince people of shit you really saw, trying to lie to people so they vote for other people. But doing it early, you kind of... If you lie early about something, there's usually very good backlash in this game, where it's like, this person said this thing that's blatantly wrong. And then there's things like, I think I saw him vent, and then there's like, he killed in front of me, and then he didn't. And you're like, you're an idiot for doing this so early. Yeah. <laughs> but when there's only three people left... And it's time to vote. <laughs> That's when it's ultimate psychological. I've definitely won rounds where I killed in front of Red. You know, Red is a crew member, and I killed in front of him. And it's just me, Red, and uh, Orange left. And it's like, and I report the body. And he just saw me do it. And I'm like, Red killed in front of me. It's Red. And then you don't say anything, Cartier, and you let them work it out? Like... And it works. <laughs> and they believe you, because why wouldn't they? Once you play it enough, you know the language that makes it sound like it's real. Like, enough people say the same shit over and over. Yeah. That, uh, that honestly, I've gotten in trouble for making jokes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I make a comic statement, someone's like, that's, that's suspicious. I'm like, it is? But it's not me? And they don't trust you, and then they waste... The thing about voting off crew members, Cartier, is like... It matters. The imposters win as soon as their numbers are even with the crew member. So if it starts two versus eight, they just have to get it down to two versus two or successfully sabotage the ship. Uh, whereas, you know, the crew member only option is to finish your tasks or figure out who's, you know, who's what. Yeah. Really interesting, Cartier. A lot of, like, partnerships. I had a run where there was three guys named Dan. Because I've been playing under the name Danielson. 
There was a Danny, a Danielson, and I think straight, like a Dan, oh, a Daniel. <laughs> and we were the three Dans. And it's like, hey, Dans, stick together, right? We'd all been playing for a while. This is my last story. And we get off Among Us. I'm sorry, Cartier. <laughs> we opened the box. It's one of those games I really haven't been enjoying. But I had this run with three Daniels, and we'd been playing for a while. And then it's like, hey, Dan Squad stick together this time? Because we just, we had naturally done that at the end, and that's how we won. It's like, none of the Dans were the imposter. It was good. And then the first round, we stick together. It's like, you're the imposter. I'm like, fuck. Because at the beginning of the round, it tells you. At the very beginning, it's like, hey, you're the fucking imposter. And who else the imposters are with you? Um, so I just, like, stuck with them for a little bit and then left to fix the O2, which I sabotaged. <laughs> I love to fix my own sabotage because, like, who would do that? Everyone. It's not even that brilliant. It's, like, <laughs> a very basic thing. But uh, they're like, hey, for real, though? Like, I didn't even do anything shady that round, but he's like, Danielson left us, though. I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> and, like, one whole statement, like, yes, that is true, I did that. It's like, but I ran to fix the O2. They're like, good point. And then I'm like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and then I killed, I think, both Dans <laughs> that round. But we played a lot, so it was great because, like, which, I think, each combinations, there was a round where there were two Dans, neither of them me. But there was two Dans that were imposters. They fucking definitely killed me. It's terrible. <laughs> Which is shady, because it's like, what happened to the other Dan? Yeah. Anyways, that's my whole... I don't know if that made sense. But that's my <laughs> Among Us rant. Uh, it's great. It's brilliant. It's kind of like Mafia. I should yeah. start by saying this. You can play it locally, too. So if ten of us headphones, six of us headphones, four of us headphones, we could do it, but instead of chatting, we have to bullshit to each other's face, which sounds terrible. Uh, I mentioned it to Roger. And the next time he called me, he's like, what was that game you were talking about? <laughs> so I think it's catching on. Yeah. <laughs> That's my full rant card to you. This week in gaming. Well, so this week in gaming, I'm gonna, I have uh, two, <laughs> two games I want to talk about. Yeah. So the, uh, the first game is... I downloaded a game called Spellbind. Okay. And it is a... Um, it's a... It's weird. I've only played a couple games of it. But it's like a battle royale that most has a... Um, oh, with magic? Kinda. It's like you're a wizard almost. You have like these gauntlets. Um, how did Rocco describe it? He said that... Oh, what is it? He said it has like a Bioshock kind of feel to it. I've never played Bioshock, but he said like the gameplay kind of has like a Bioshock kind of feel to it. Okay, okay. But pretty much you have, um, it's a battle rail, and you first start off with, um, you pick a character, and then whatever, like, skin you want to wear or whatever for whatever skin they give you. Right. And, um... Be the dragon? No, not even. Just like people. I'm a chick. But, uh, you, you pick their, like, what is it, like, six different classes. There's, um, wind, fire, toxic, ice, rock, and some other bullshit. And uh, fire, maybe. Okay, fire. for sure. But, uh... You pick two of them? You pick one of them. Okay. And that is your main gauntlet that you're wearing, and that's, like, your main shit that you can do. Interesting. And then you can pick up another gauntlet pretty much anywhere, so it's, like... Instead of it, it's like in Apex, you know, if you're looking, you start off with no guns and you pick up your weapons. This one, you start off with one weapon and then you run around and you're like opening up these um, chests and like runes. Okay. And you're getting like different articles of like pretty much armor and stuff. So there's like health potions, there's shield potions, there's um, 
in a very League of Legends way, there's um different boots. <laughs> okay, nice. Always good. There's um there are these scrolls that you pretty much you find and you read them and when you do it, it upgrades like your attack and like pretty much like egg attack, special attack, whatever whatever those are. So whatever loot- your your like MP is worthwhile looting in this game. Yeah, and it's you can play it. you can play solo, duo, and trios nice. in this game, and pretty much it's like. You pick the portal that you're spawning at, and then you drop down from the sky, you know? Pretty much like, like, every, like every other <laughs> battle rail in the world. And you you fall down to where your drop zone is, and then you're looting all your stuff. And it's just like, it's almost got, I don't want to say a Breath of the Wild, but kind of Breath of the Wild feel to it. What I've been doing, because I've only played a couple games of it, I think I'm like level 3 right now. Okay. So I'm like very fresh, fresh. into it. Fresh. But uh, I won my first game with five kills. Nice. But it was also my first game, so that means it was probably all of those other people's first games as well. Sure. Maybe. You know. Give yourself some credit, eh? <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, it seems, it seems pretty fun. Because it's like, so yeah, you're running around, it almost kind of looks like, it kind of looks like Breath of the Wild. Like, Rocco said that it gives him a very Fortnite-like feel to it, but I think that's just because the um, character models are cell shaded because it doesn't like look that much like it's weird. How many but, people? Um, I think it's like probably sixty. Okay, nice. Maybe not so. Maybe like forty. But the map's pretty big, and you're like so you're jumping around this terrain, and there's like these um, whatever. So your attacks are your first gauntlet is your R one and your R two, and you can mm-hmm. do like two different moves with that. Nice. And then when you get the scrolls, you can like upgrade that shit. So you're heavy and strong. Yeah. Yeah. Then your left and your right, or your left and R, what is it? L2 and... L1. L1. That shit is um, the gauntlet that you pick up, like, and there's different tiers of, like... Damn right, different tiers. Yeah, different different tiers of just, like, everything you can pick up. So, like, you pick up, like, an epic, like, wind gauntlet or whatever. Gotta get those rare boots. And then, let's say that you have the fire gauntlet that you start off with. You can um you can use them in the combination. Oh, what? So like I know a lot of people have been like freezing motherfuckers mm-hmm. and then laying down the poison on the ground and then they're stuck there in the poison just taking damage. Oh nice. But then there's also a thing where like <laughs> you shoot a uh, that's good. What is it? You have like the toxic one, the fire one, and you throw the toxic one. And then you shoot the fire one, and it just pretty much, like, ignites everything. Oh, my God. You can just, like, combina- like make a combination of, like, all of, like, those, like, elements and stuff. That's cool. And then there's these all... There's also, um... When you hit circle, you can have, like, different... I think they're runes. But pretty much, like, one... Like, alright, so you know Apex Legends Bloodhound? Mm-hmm. You know how he does that thing where, like, the enemies turn red for a second... Yes. So you yes, have you have that one, but then there's another one that you like can swap it out for that like makes you run faster. Mm. Or there's a different one. The one that I personally enjoy, it's like it's like something feather dance, but pretty much it lets you like hop real high in the air, and then mm. like you can you hover, so you can hover right. So yeah. you're running around. If you hit X and hit X again, you like kind of do like a. Like a jetpack thing without a jetpack, you can nice. like hover. Yeah, that was a good so sound then, effect for the audio. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so pretty much a lot of a lot of battles are like jumping around like that and like hovering and just trying to like pew 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 people. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
but like this, yeah, no, this is a game that you should. It's free. It was okay, a free wow. to play game. I didn't know that. Hmm. You have to you have to make an account to play though. Hop in. What kind and of? And I have a. Um, it's like it asks for your email address and just for you to make a password for it because it's um <laughs> too much, <laughs> right? A bit much, Cartier. But it's pretty much like. When I when I originally downloaded it, it was like, "Do you want to enable cross cross platform or cross platform play?" Mm. So it's like one of those games where like I'm pretty sure like PC players and and you said I fuck no because Xbox. you thought about PC players. No, I said yes, and I'm nice. probably gonna turn it off because Rocco Rocco feels like people are grieving him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Only those PC guys. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. But yeah, no, that game is um you should definitely look into yeah, um, it. That's interesting. Windbind? Windbound? Uh Spellbind. Spellbind. Yeah. Maybe okay. after podcast I'll show you a video of it. This week on the gaming. Yeah, Other like than that. that, I have been uh I've been playing Pokemon White and I found this thing on the internet that is uh I changed the DNS code in my three DS. Okay. For my Wi Fi. And it's linked up with this one DNS code that this person has pretty much a backlog of all of the event Pokemon from Generation 4 and Uh-oh. Generation 5. Like, legit, like, they just have, like, the legit files of it, and they put it on that, and every day you can get a new mystery gift. In case Nintendo's listening, he's obviously joking, but Alle- in- Allegedly. Allegedly. But, wow. I know, I may have gotten a dark ride. That fictional story is blowing my mind, though. Yeah. <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Wish it was real. What right. else you, <laughs> you been playing? Her too? No, that's it. Those are the two things. <laughs> this week in gaming. I was never going to tag this Nintendo anyways. Wait! <laughs> <laughs> Cartier, there is so much stuff has happened, man. I don't know if you have a place you want to start, or should we just go chronological? What do you think? So last week we played Catan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Didn't record. Played some Catan. That was pretty good. Not pretty good, it was damn good. <coughs> Catan has been the real of this week in gaming. Yeah, yeah I should mention that. Uh, so, Cartier, this is what happened. <clears throat> Microsoft finally announces pricing information. We haven't talked about this yet. Yeah. Since they took their time, I was going to take my time, Cartier. Is that alright? So, a joke there. So, this is the price Xbox Series X, (laughs) Xbox Series S. Uh, The X is going for $499. That's the one with the disk drive, baby. Yeah. You can also lease that one through the Xbox All Access program, $35 a month for two years. With Game Pass Ultimate included, worth mentioning because it was that's interesting. Yeah, uh, it ships November tenth. Pre-orders open September twenty-second. Two days from this recording. Uh, who knows how smooth that pre-order process will go? <laughs> we got a long episode of this podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the Series S is going for maybe the biggest news this podcast. Two hundred ninety-nine U.S. dollars, three hundred for the Series S, which is. Essentially, the discless digital edition. Uh, you can also lease that one through All Access, I believe, for twenty-five a month, two years. Game Pass included. That one's got no disk drive. Smaller hard drive. They came out with a lot. It's been weeks at this point since then, maybe yeah. almost two weeks. So we do know it's a very smaller hard drive. Uh, also, there's gonna be different backwards compatibility upgrades compared to the One X. 
So talking about one generation back, the the Pro model for the One, the One X, it's not going to have exactly the same kind of compatibility shit in the Series S, but it's going to be just as good as what they say. Don't worry, it's going to be just as good, see? And then originally, I had this coming Wednesday, the 16th, Sony has announced a PlayStation 5 showcase. That already happened, Cartier. Yes. It almost makes you want to jump right to that, right? I mean, do you have anything to say about the Xbox prices? I do want to compare some things, but let's talk about this. Uh, so Xbox chooses to do this separately, right? This wasn't in the, in the middle of a thing. Or I don't know how. Maybe I just read it afterwards. But, yeah, so 500 and 300 where does that line up with our projections, Cartier? I can tell you myself, 300 is lower, and 500 is probably exactly where I thought it would be, maybe a little lower. We had some crazy talks. Well, yeah, no, I don't know. A lot of people are like, 600, 700, yep. Yep. you know? I was ready to accept 600. I didn't want it. 500 is still a lot. It's believable to me. 300 for the Series S is surprising. Yeah. Surprising. I'm like, oh, that's cheaper than last gen, right? Oh, I guess I don't know what their S was selling for, but yeah. Yeah, that's big. It's uh, selling for the price of a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah, and all the things on Game Pass coming, obviously, we've, we've talk, been talking about the Xbox showcases of the past few months, uh, the Ori's, Microsoft... Not this is not besides price comparison. This is not the only time we're going to talk about them today. They're making moves on multiple things, but I will say, yeah, no, three hundred—that's a big old blow, man. Uh, even with a smaller hard drive. Yeah, honestly, Cartier. What's I, I was surprised that the hard drive was smaller. For yeah, the digital one. I know that. Yeah, Digital Foundry went uh, did a deep dive. We're definitely not the ones to give you the <laughs> exacts on that, but. Uh, I definitely watched part of that Digital Foundry thing, and that's interesting. They break down. I think it came as the same video the backwards compatibility stuff comes from, honestly. Um, but a lot of things happen at the PS5 showcase, like I said, the 16th of September, and there's things happen in between, but I want to jump right to the, the price of the PS5, which is uh, after some very artsy footage, we saw that the PS5 is also going to be 500 499 US dollars without that layaway Ultimate Game Pass option. <laughs> no asterisk. And then PS5 Digital Edition, official name of that. I was wondering what the fuck they were going to call it. Nothing good. <laughs> uh, for three ninety nine. So now I want to talk about it, Cartier. <laughs> because $200 less is surprising. Um, and then being straight at 400 we, I haven't seen any Digital Foundry breakdown at this point with us being kind of ignorant. I guess an outsider or casual like me would think that, seemingly, does that mean the PS5 Digital Edition is stronger than the Series S? Which doesn't really matter to me, so it's not really something I'm asking myself. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but I've heard people say things like, is that a $100 Blu-ray player I'm buying? Well, they both have Blu-ray players. Right. Right, but like the difference between like uh, the PS4 and the or yeah. the PS5 digital and PS whatever. Yeah. But it's like, then again, is that two hundred dollars? <laughs> is that two hundred dollars? Uh... Probably for them, yeah. Right. Sony made Blu-ray. Sony is the blue. They're the bluest ray we know. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
I gotta say, after all this comes out, me and you talked about this before the podcast a little bit. Xbox or PlayStation, definitely find myself leaning towards the digital edition of both. Even though I'm someone who likes physical, but it's like, yeah, yeah. Like I think things could have been not to be. I'm not bitter. Things could have been different with like some of the Sony discs I currently have for one, two, and three, and four. I think maybe natively some of those four discs are going to work and they just, just confirmed one, two, and three isn't going to be like that. Who knows? We really don't know much about that at this point, but there's nothing that really gives you a lot of faith <laughs> as far as holding on to really wanting that disc drive. Uh, it's not like people are sending us free games to review that are discs. Uh, I just don't see a lot of reason <laughs> to necessarily have a disc drive, man. Uh, a friend of the podcast, D'Angelo, was like, I guess I'm going to have to buy <laughs> a Blu-ray player. <laughs> I was like, it's funny that you need both of those things now because his disk drive on the PS4 broke. Another reason, why would you want the disk drive when it's the things that have been breaking on the last two generations for Sony? Yeah. Specifically Sony. I can't speak on Xbox like that, but yikes. <laughs> that PS3. Uh, so yeah, definitely leaning towards... I'm also still in that super day one... It's been a lot of good news, I gotta say, Cartier, for someone that's not necessarily day one on these. Someone who eventually wants next-gen, but isn't gonna go out of his way yeah. to go through the pre-order fiasco, which is the next thing we'll talk about. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's been a good week for someone that is gonna hang out in the last gen, like this week, with Sony announcing a lot of the things we saw, such as Horizon is gonna be on PS4. Obviously, we've known for a long time Cyberpunk, which launches when these things launch. So I'll have something to do, too, Cartier. <laughs> Uh, yeah. it's, not, it's not completely done. Yeah. And I think Punk, I think Cyberpunk, Punk, I think CM Punk, I think punk, Cyberpunk is going to run decent on the on the Pro. Like, I know people are like, oh, how are things going to run on base mod? Who knows? I have faith. Uh, but, yeah, Horizon and something else. Oh, yeah, Miles Morales confirmed to come out for PS4 also now. It's been a big week as far as that goes, Cartier. It's been a bad week as far as <laughs> Sony pre-orders have gone, though. Uh, what have you heard about this, Cartier? From your perspective, what did you hear this um, week? So, God, I just... Your sister successfully pre-ordered a she PlayStation did. 5 this week. It's like, I've been hearing all the stories about just, like, how, like, shitty it's been and how, like, I don't know how she got it. She got it. Like, she, she, got like, it. she, like, told me, like, it wasn't even a thing. What she pre-ordered through, I was t- you know? I don't know, I didn't ask. <laughs> Cause I remember it was. A I just like she told me that. And I just like I got on my seat and I'm like you. I'm like you pre-ordered a PS5. Like you got one. She's like yeah, I got it for Tobias's birthday. Oh, he don't listen to the podcast, so it's fine. <laughs> hey, uh, no, it's for his graduation, I think. Nice. But uh, tell me lies, tell me sweet <laughs> <little> lies. <laughs> yeah, Cartier. So they said they wouldn't. Yeah, shout out to uh, what is that? Totally search, totally searched. Maybe on YouTube, we just watched a video of fucking. They definitely said, and they had said it a while ago that they weren't going to, the older Sony quote is, we're not going to spring pre-orders on you. (laughs) Like, damn, we don't report, I love when we don't report that much news, but we'll, like, say that quote that's funny later. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) I'm glad that they said that. Uh, We're not going to spring it on you. Uh, So what happened was, it looked like some (laughs) backdoor shady deals happened. There was some ability to pre-order before you could pre-order, and those things were being successfully pre-ordered. The digital edition of the PS5 was sold out on most platforms immediately. There's even shittier things where I don't want to shit on Best Buy, but 
There's definitely some problems with Best Buy, and then maybe a separate thing. People being multiple charged for their pre-order, and just a bunch of bad shit. People standing in lines outside of GameStops, and Sony's like, well, that's crazy, because that's not real. And then, like, me hearing that they're... Me hearing stories of people successfully pre-ordering at GameStop is so fucking funny. I'm like, <laughs> okay. They said, yeah, to give me that money. <laughs> that's real. Uh, don't investigate those GameStops, all right? <laughs> It's going to be questionable. Makes me think it might be hard to get a PS5. Uh, Sony just tweeted the apology. Did you see that, Cartier? No. Uh, the following, I'd actually like you to read it, if that's all right. <laughs> so, Sony tweeted an apology, and uh, it will now be read aloud by Nicholas Cartier. Let's be honest. PS5 pre-orders could have been a lot smoother. We truly apologize for that. Over the next few days, we will release more PS5 consoles for pre-order. Retailers will share more details. And more PS5s will be available through the end of the year. Thank you, Sony. But it's too late. <clears throat> so also, Cartier. Uh, <laughs> Pro-orders haven't gone that smoothly, sure. Two days from now, we'll see how the Xbox ones go. But also at that PlayStation showcase, we did... See good things. I don't want to shit on things. I'm not shitting on the price necessarily, even. Yeah. Safe to say, though, that pre orders could have gone smoothly, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, shout out to whoever that band is. That's, Sil- like, that's Silverstein. Oh. The cover. Mm-hmm. I was like, isn't that the dude that won that thing? You know how the, <laughs> the PlayStation 5 showcase started, Cartier? No. Final Fantasy 16. I did watch it. Uh,. It looked genuinely good. Yeah. What we saw, we saw we saw some people with silver hair. We saw a time period that is not modern day. We saw I saw people riding chocobos like into war. Yeah, including a white one. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, we potentially saw people becoming summons. Since I saw this, oh, watching it twice, by the way, I'm like, oh man, this is my favorite thing for sure <laughs> of what they we're about to talk about. Maybe in the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, watching it the second time definitely blew me away more. But apparently in 14, uh, there's like elders or something that become legacies or something that, that become, uh, whatchamacallit, summons. So I don't know if it's something like that. It looked pretty crazy. That child turning into a fire based man. Uh, we saw a beheading. Cartier. It looked good. I'm honestly genuinely into it. I think it looks good. It might be... I don't think I've ever bought a Final Fantasy game, and... Mm-hmm. It, might, it looks interesting. It's piqued my curiosity, definitely. Speaking to... When I watched it with Olivia, she mentioned... Um, she played through pretty much all of 15. Mm-hmm. She's definitely said it looked like a more full world, like a more realized world than, than 15. And Roger agreed with that, too. 
So, talk to, yeah, talk to Roger a little bit. Big fan of the fantasy. Roger, yeah, friend of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He said, he told me, I haven't really looked at what the internet has said, Cartier. He said it was mixed. Um, I kind of figured this would definitely be something people are into. Uh, one thing that was great when I watched it with Olivia, I will say, she's like, oh man, this looks like, looks like it's going to be a classic. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> when she said that, I'm like, I, I believe you. Uh, it does look like it's going to be be a good a good story, a good world. We'll see. Riding chocobos into war. Uh, yeah, 16. I guess it's about time. So 2021. The PS5. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Sweating. Such a strong start. Uh, they then showed us more full gameplay. Full gameplay? They showed us a, a little gameplay from Miles Morales. I keep saying DLC. <laughs> it's like a full thing. Yeah. It's like a full-on thing. Uh, but we saw a little bit of that sweet Miles Morales. Are you in? Are you down? As a Spider-Man guy that played Spider-Man, fan of the game. <laughs> 100%. Do you need to see more? I mean, I would like to play more of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I enjoy it. I still go back and I play it, even now. You're better with, honestly, God, Cartier, I will say this out loud, you're definitely better with comics than I am, so I'm going to say this to you. Do you know the Tinkerer? Is the Tinkerer, tinkerer nude for this? Or is the Tinkerer a thing? I'm pretty sure he's a thing. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a woman, too. I could be wrong. The Tinkerer. <laughs> but no, we saw some Tinkerer bridge explosions. Uh, that sequence was sick. All of Spider-Man stuff always looks good. Yeah. Um, but that was a little bit new from that. And then we saw the legend, Cartier. It is the legend. Leaked in like a mall. <laughs> a year and a half ago. After seeing the WB logo, it's so weird to... It's fucking life's weird. It's weird that it's like WB talks about selling gaming division two months ago, and then it's like, just joking. Here's two Batman games and the rumored Harry Potter game, and then we're selling. No, I don't know, but <laughs> fucking Hogwarts Legacy. Um, I didn't write down the full title, but there's something after that. Hogwarts Legacy, seemingly a full Harry Potter RPG taking place in the 1800s, far before. Harry Potter or potentially anyone of his lineage would have any effect on that school or its history. We see a carriage fly in uh, instead of a car. I don't know a lot about Harry Potter, Cartier. I talked a little bit about some people. Talked to some people in the know about it. Gathered a little information. Um, But yeah, I gotta say, overall, for someone that's not 100% invested in the whole wizarding... World. World. I'm in, for sure. Yeah. It's like an easy in for me. Like, oh, man. No, definitely. As soon as I saw that person get sucked into that wall, I'm like, ooh, it's going to be good. I remember playing the the bad Game Boy Advance fucking Harry Potter game that some people do love. Yeah. And Filch's cat kept fucking up my stealth. It's the beginning of the fucking game. Never got past it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Harry Harry Potter, for sure, a history of mixed games. There are some games people love. I think some people genuinely like Quidditch. Yeah, people love Quidditch. Uh, I think some people genuinely like... There's like a bunch of different versions. <laughs> the first... Okay, so the first movie has been done in a bunch of different ways, right? Like these even ones with super similar titles that are different games. But one of those <laughs> is loved. I know that. 
Uh, they have a Lego series. The Lego series, for sure. It's a successful member of the Lego family. Uh, I mean, I liked the creatures that you were feeding in that one part. I liked anything that looked like it happened outside of the school. Um, D'Angelo fucking appreciate the fact that you could be black. <laughs> I will say that full fucking heartedly because it's something that matters in creative characters for sure. Yeah. Uh, and man, no, I'm in. I think this is going to bring in people that aren't necessarily super into Harry Potter either. Is the feeling I get just from it's a cool world, man. Being one of those things, yeah, I know. I'm kind of drawn to the world. You looks like you're. What other game? Flying what a other? What other game does that? You know. Yeah. Magical schools. Let's go to the magical schools. Stairways shifting. Uh, yeah. That's some, definitely something I'll play. <laughs> and we finally see it, so that's cool. Ends up being turn-based? I kind of wondered if it... There was... It ends up being turn-based. <laughs> there... Oh, yeah. It looks like almost like Soulsy combat. <laughs> when you're, like, outside fighting these huge monsters, the troll looked good. I'm glad you brought that up. Because yeah. I really liked how the troll looked. Uh... In comparison to uh, the first movie with, you know, four-year-old Daniel Radcliffe. Classic. Uh, Cartier, what else did we see? After that, we saw Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. This is a day or two after they showed us this trailer anyways. Same trailer, if you saw Cold War announced. Um, New footage from Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil 8, whatever it's officially called. We don't know. I don't know what it's going to be called. Good things worth looking into. Not a whole lot to say. I'm trying to think of anything. Tell me if you have any things to say about these things. I just want to mention they showed it. New stuff for Deathloop, uh, which was intriguing, I will say. Deathloop's not my kind of game, though, so I'm sorry. That's bad for them. That's intriguing to me, and I won't play it. But still, intriguing. Yeah. Um, intriguing world. Because... Oh, I'm sorry. But because of this, Cartier, <laughs> the art of making someone play the same shit over and over, making that good... That's, like, got to be money. That is money. That's, like, st- statistically that is money. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I, fall, find my, I find myself in those games sometimes, so I'm like, well done. You did this. Among Us is one of those. Like, we're just playing the same loop over and over, guys. Like, there's three different maps, and there's different tasks, and I can change a bunch of shit in here, but, like, I'm glad there's so much shit to change because it's, it's brilliant. I don't think it's going to be like that in Deathloop, but I do think you're going to seemingly give different parts of the narrative... Hopefully it's well done. I think Hitman is something that does that well, but we'll see on Deathloop. DMC5 Special Edition. DMC5 is coming to PS5. Saw another Oddworld trailer. Saw Five Nights at Freddy Security Breach. (laughs) Saw more of the Demon Souls, which Sony said afterwards, by the way, this is not coming to PC. We're sorry. Uh, It's funny that Demon Souls Remake, in the grand scheme of things, is a big launch game right now. Like... For what they're launching with, like, Demon Souls remake is gonna matter. And when me, I watched it with friend of the podcast, D'Angelo, like I mentioned, he said that he's actually kind of like thinking about playing it, which is something I said too. I'm like, I, I don't love Soulsy games, but man, something about this it just looks good. Any thoughts on playing that cartoon? No, nah, probably not. Demon Souls after our fucking struggles in uh... Sekiro. Sekiro. Rough. And then we saw Fortnite for PS5, who, you know, okay, Kurt. If, if they're still around by then? If they're still around in America. We saw the PlayStation Plus collection, potentially an answer 
to the Game Pass. The Game Pass, especially what Game Pass is going to mean to Xbox on day one launch. Games in your hand, built in, practically coming with the system. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, modern day package with the system. Uh, if you've been someone that's had PlayStation Plus for the past year or two. You're going to recognize a lot of these titles. I don't have them as a list, but that's because that's how easy to remember they are. It's like the remake of Ratchet and Clank, uh, Bloodborne, Fallout 4. Um, I blanked. <laughs> uh, Until Dawn. Everything, like they own Detroit Become Human. Everything that Sony owns, God of War, uh, Horizon is on there. Persona 5, not the Royal Edition, but pretty much if anything, it's $20 to the PS4 right now because it sold that many, whatever they call PlayStation Hits, I think is what they still call it. Yeah. Um, all those things are going to be day one coming with it if you have PlayStation Plus. So, that's interesting. We'll see what else comes with PlayStation Plus and how exactly that's going to work in the PS5. I would say this is the only, th- the only thing I've really seen them talk about as far as Plus. Yeah. But it's a good thing. See, I'm still wondering how uh, Battle Royale's are going to adapt. This is the first time like battle royals weren't oh, around during for like gen. Yeah. yeah for like new generations. Damn, yeah. They came around around like like the middle and the ass end of like the generations, you know? Mm-hmm. It's true. And how many is Apex cross gen right now? No, I don't know. Siege is not a battle royale, but I know that it's cross gen now. And I gotta say, yeah, I was gonna. I, I don't. I don't see them not going to the new consoles. Because at that point, some of these games will. I can't think about. I don't know if PUBG does it, but at, at that point, some of these games will have kind of. They won't have lived through a cross gen, but they will have done cross gen with more powerful and less powerful machines well, between see, PC. And, see what uh, I'm wondering about it is like, like base PS4. So w- most of these games have like an in-game collection, like all my skins and shit. Okay, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. how is how is that going to work? Will my V-Bucks transfer? Exactly. But not really, because Fortnite's always on an island by itself. They could say that nothing transfers in any game, and it's going to be like, except V-Bucks and Fortnite, those will transfer. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully, yeah, hopefully Apex takes care of you. Hopefully that's it. I mean, I think it will. I think it'll be connected to your account still. Yeah. Here's hoping that digital games outside of those... 100 most played outside of PlayStation Plus collection games. Let's hope... Wadham is one of them, by the way. <laughs> Let's hope that uh, digital games I own on the PS4 can all be played on the PS5. Are you, are you excited to play Wadham on the PS5? Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to run better. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the stutter when a new guy comes in. It's going to throw the timing way off, aren't you? Uh I guess it did bug out a little bit. Me and you playing was the most I've ever seen Wadham bug out. Am I going to be able to plant that tree so far away from where it's supposed to be planted? <laughs> plant that seed in the ground? Not in the right place. Uh, this just in. Uh, what's that guy's name? Of the tree? Kita Takahashi. Uh, the Katamari guy. The Wadham guy. Uh, this just in. Since you mentioned him. Kita Takahashi news break. It wasn't even on the agenda. Uh... Oh, wow, yeah. Katamari Damacy. Damacy. Reroll. Coming to PS4 now, Cartier. Let me reroll it. Let me get those achievements. You're not going to platinum it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to probably platinum it, Cartier. Give me that free... I like to only platinum games that piss D'Angelo off. Because he's like... 
That's stupid, but he doesn't want to play that much of that game. Shout out to D'Angelo. Uh, no, Reroll's coming for the PS4. That's big. It's coming soon, too. Uh, that's all for the PlayStation 5 showcase card here. Nice. Mm -hmm. We've seen two different Nintendo things, but uh, I think we need to smoothly sail. Before. We need to cool down for one second, Cartier. We, need, we might need to smoothly sail in between this. We just got a lot of information and a lot of prices. <laughs> I know you might be asking yourself, $400, Dan? I'm like, yeah. $300, Dan? I'm like, yeah, United States dollars. $500. Five? I thought it was six. I'm like, no, not, not six. Not six. Not that. <laughs> you might be saying to yourself, this is a lot to take in, man. I need not only a moment. <laughs> fucking vamping for time, sorry. <laughs> You're like, I not only need a moment to take in all these pricings, Dan, but before you start talking about Nintendo and what they might be doing, I need to sit back and just think. I'm like, okay, yeah, I understand. Are you cooled down now, Cartier? <laughs> we were heating up. Mario, 35th anniversary. Nintendo said, guess what, guys? We are going to acknowledge it. I think there's something screwy. Like, isn't it the 36th? <laughs> it's like, something's a little off. I don't know. But Nintendo's like, hey, wake up real early. We're going to have a Mario 35th anniversary Nintendo Direct. And I'm like, okay, Nintendo. Let's do that. So sometime in September, I forget. <laughs> Um, since we last spoke, they had a Mario-centric direct. Did you see this, Cartier? I did. I watched it. So let's get the hottest ticket right off the table right now. Thoughts on the new Mario Game & Watch? Do you even remember that happened? I did. I did remember it happening. <laughs> I think it's neat. Honestly. <laughs> the Game Watch is existing in any way. Yeah. yeah no, I kind of... I'm in. I'm in with that. They show a lot of funny shit. In this, uh, <laughs> in this direct, but I'm... So pins. I'm not against the, uh, the Game & Watch. Yeah, I don't even have all the merch shit writ wrote, written down. I, like, tried to write some of it down. They, right. uh, they have a Lego collab going on right now. That's real shit. Uh, one of the first things they really showed us, though, Super Mario 3D Worlds slash Bowser's Fury. Looks like multiplayer. Looks like something me and you would play, for sure. Yeah. Uh, has this already existed, Cartier? 3D Worlds? I believe so. It seemed I think like it, it did. Yeah, I think that might have been a um, Wii U game. Okay. Definitely never played it. Now, slash Bowser's Inside Story, Bowser's Inside Fury, Bowser's Fury. Uh, that was interesting, for sure. I wrote down, want to play? Probably is trash. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, yeah. That's one, uh, one of the things, like many things in this direct, that only available till March 31st. 2021. Yeah. Uh, weird. We can talk about that all together eventually if you want to. But uh, on a list of top three weirdest things they showed, Mario Kart Live, Home Circuit. Yeah. Uh, so 
What can I say? I mean, is this sweet? Do we trust this? <laughs> as being... If it works as good as it shows, is this sweet? I mean, it's a cool concept mm -hmm. for people with, like, wood floors. <laughs> <laughs> Do it in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, man. That's uh, very true. So it's almost like, I guess to explain it, it's almost like real-life RC cars, and the obstacles are all AR, right? Is this what I'm to believe? And you can see them through the camera... I that you're looking through on the remote? What? Isn't there a camera somehow? Possibly on the car. There's definitely a camera on the car. I'm like, how are you looking at it? I don't know, but the AR is happening. It's live. It's at home. I don't look into this if you're intrigued by such weird things. Uh, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. That's pretty much when they knew we were we were like questioning what we were doing here. You know what I mean? Yeah. They knew we were like, what? Fucking, what is Nintendo doing? Well, because like I saw, I'm like, oh, sweet, a new Mario Kart, and then I'm like... JK. You know, processing it. Not, not even mobile. I'm just like, uh. So that's when they hit us with special New York City merch. Uh, <laughs> ooh, there's like Smash Bros. Challenge Cup stuff, and Splatfest, and Super Mario Furniture in Animal Crossing, and yeah. uh, lots of merch, I wrote down. And then they hit us with what we were actually here to talk about, Super Mario yeah. All-Stars. 3D. For the Super Nintendo emulator on there, you can play that now. What? All-Stars is also available? All-Stars, you can play it right now on your oh, Switch if you sick. want to. Good shit. Good mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, completing the... Completing the circle. Com completing the sacrifice. Super Mario 3D All-Stars cartoon. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. Officially announced. Super Mario 64. Super Mario Sunshine. Super Mario Galaxy. I believe it's out right now, isn't September it? September 18th. Yeah. Uh, but it's only going to be gonna only going to be available once again until I think the end of March 2021. Um, man, some of that weird merch was only available until March 31st, 2021, Cartier. It's like, yeah. is that when it's no longer the 35th, or are they just weird? I think that's the end of the quarter, too. But interesting exclusivity, especially on something like this... Uh, 3D collection I think if they were like I don't know apparently they're all confirmed to be emulated take that for whatever it means but fucking I think if they had been like straight remade remade or like put more effort into it it would have been available for longer I think it's because it's like here's this sick fucking package of ports yeah. <laughs> uh, you know with this labeling that makes you nostalgic for fucking Super Mario All-Stars uh Right. <laughs> Which then they talked about lost levels a few times during this, <laughs> this whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, we saw some good Mario montages. But no, weird that it's only available till March, for sure. That's one thing that struck me. I think, like I said... Especially because like, it's the, di like, the digital version as well, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Very odd. Was there a physical for this? Do we see at I all? Think, I'm pretty sure there is a physical for but it. But only until the March. Uh, so that's interesting. Where do you and me sit on this, Cartier? We haven't bought it yet, but are, do you think you will own this in the next Maybe months? just because I want to play Sunshine again. I'm thinking, yeah, yes, in the next six months I probably own this. It's yeah. quite Ho hopefully I do. It, it'd be a nice thing to have. The problem is, I also, as far as Nintendo games, where I'm like, I do want to spend $60 on you. I really want that, like, 
mixed reviewed Mario Party, man. Like the modern Mario, I love Mario Party. D'Angelo taunts me about it. He's like, when are you getting Mario Party? And that didn't work for Luigi's Mansion, but it's probably going to work for Mario. I do love it. <laughs> I only think there's like a few, there's not that many levels. They never did DLC for it. Just hold out for Pokemon Snap. When is the date for Pokemon Snap? Oof. Oh, we have so much to talk about. <laughs> do we know? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it's got a date, though. Um, A few days ago, Mr. Cartier. Yes. Uh-oh. No, I'll still say this. A few days ago, Mr. Cartier, there was a Nintendo Mini partner direct. That will be the final thing we talk about today. But before we sink our teeth into last things, Nintendo said, because that was pretty much the end of the Mario 35th anniversary one. Yeah. Uh, I want to say two things to help cleanse the palate. Number one is something I actually, it's not cleansing the palate, I just forgot. Uh, we're talking about the price for the PS5. Um, the pre-orders were all set up so that the U.S., Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea would be getting shit on the 12th, and then the rest of the world would be getting it on the 19th. And it's funny they said rest of the world, because it's like, you just named almost all of the major markets, except you just fucked the U.K. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think, like, who else is like would be a major buyer for Sony and isn't on here? I'm probably for China. I don't know. But that's... Big because another thing we didn't mention about the pre-order debacle is people that signed up to be notified <laughs> when pre-orders went up, and then obviously because backdoor shitty deals are what started the pre-orders, not Sony. So by the time they sent out the emails, it sounds like they were just like, yeah, pull the trigger. We are we are doing it now. <laughs> they sent out the emails to people, and they're like, okay. And then they go to pre-order, and then they get an email <laughs> that's like, we're not guaranteed to have it on the 12th for you. I'm like, oh. So, that's tough shit. But here's the real cleanse for you, Cartier. Any thoughts on that? <laughs> no. On the, it is a little weird. I think it's just COVID. We're all kind of accepting that it's seven days, the world, and all those other places because weird COVID shipping shit. I don't know. You know that's all I got to figure. I'm sure if they could do it worldwide on the same day, they would have. But Two days after Xbox, by the way. Just interesting to know. The palate cleanser is this, Cartier. We we had a Ubisoft forward. Before I talk about the advertising that Ubisoft showed me, I just would like to once again take this moment to remind you, Ubisoft embroiled and <laughs> controversial, a lot of people being fired, a lot of harassment things, a lot of things you should look into, a lot of people being let go. People that were directing, people that, if you watch E3, you've watched this man sell Assassin's Creed to you, or insert whatever Ubisoft game. A lot of people being let go. Worth mentioning, I just don't want to fucking immediately shill Ubisoft shit without mentioning the fact that going through some tough times. Uh, and it's worth mentioning because there's an apology from Ubisoft, from Eves, sitting at a table. Heartfelt Ubisoft apology, for the most part. <laughs> that, if you watch it video on demand, it will be at the beginning of the Ubisoft forward, but if you watched it live, for some reason, it wasn't part of the Ubisoft forward, it was a separate video. I take that for what it is. That's probably just a fucking production thing, honestly, though. That's really how I feel. Uh, but with that being said, Cartier, <laughs> let's talk about some Ubisoft games. <laughs> Are you in the right mood? Uh, Gods and Monsters is a new name. Did you see this? Yes. Immortals, Phoenix Rising. December 3rd, 2020, 
it looks a little darker than the last time we saw it. It kind of looked Breath of the Wildy when we saw it. Uh, it's got a new name. Uh, I'm not going to ask for your thoughts on all these cartoons. Stop me when you have one, because all these notes are pretty... Speak to them. I don't really have a lot to add to them. Stadia revealed itself after this with an exclusive Stadia Immortals demo. <laughs> Look into that. Uh, we saw Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake. January 21st, 2021, which is relatively close. Um, they said first ever Ubisoft remake. Let that sink in. That's weird, right? Hmm. First yeah. ever Ubisoft full remake. And then insert some people on the internet being like, it looks like, it looks fine. <laughs> uh, they do one thing that I do like I'm not a Prince of Persia guy but I would like this if I liked it uh, Sands of Time PS2 game sure the voice actor Yuri, Ro- Yuri Rosenthal is the prince again he was it in PS2 he's gonna be it in this one and he's doing all the, like the, mo- the re-motion capture and everything nice uh, that's, a, that's why I know Ubisoft it's their first one they said it they're proud of it they're like look at us re look at this Modern technology we're using to capture the new... It's a new Prince of... It's a new Prince of Persia coming. It's, it's cool. It's honestly cool. Hyperscape uh, was shown. It's a crazy multiplayer shooter boy. Really colorful. We saw Tony Parker, NBA player, former player. Uh, I think he was talking about Rainbow Six Siege League. The grand prize for Rainbow Six League is going to be a big old sledgehammer. They showed that. Uh, we saw anime Sam Fisher. He was revealed. Uh, <laughs> Splinter Cell is not coming, though, in case you thought that was going <laughs> He's just going to be in Siege. Uh, and then anime Sam Fisher led into the announcement we really... I was really caring about. The game that is no longer was no longer available on insert whatever platform you originally bought it on. Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Complete... Is coming holiday 2020. Uh, so, sweet. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim, come back. Side scrolling beat em ups, it's happening. I didn't think I was going to care about Watch Dogs, Cartier. Uh, first off, Stormzy revealed himself. Do you know Stormzy? No. The rapper slash artist? I didn't know him either, but he was revealed. He was there doing a little song. Uh, a little bit of a song, I should say. I mean, you know how Ubisoft loves their music? Yes. The dance breaks. <laughs> um, so, October 29th, 2020, and honestly, Cartier, the first thing I wrote next to Watch Dogs, besides the date and Stormzy revealed himself, was looked good. It did look good. I thought I was going to be like, oh, I don't care. You Watch Dogs. Next time I don't care about Watch Dogs, I'm like, what else can you show me? They showed me things I hadn't seen before. Ooh. They showed me um, someone whose weapon was a paintball gun that looked like a vandal. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's like very specific character. That's kind of cool. I wonder how many people have that kind of even weapon, you know. They showed a robotic beekeeper who was inside some weird institute, looked like a very specific area, but they showed them in combat a little bit, like, with a laptop, like, telling the fucking bees to swarm an enemy, like some cop or some shit. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, so, yeah, Watch Dogs actually had a good showing at the Ubisoft Forward. Um, yeah. And then, did you see Riders Republic? I did not. Picture this. I want, I want you to tell me what you think. Okay. Uh, so, we have a mountain. And it's not all snow across this mountain. It's actually broken to quadrants, and sometimes they mix. But basically, it's forest, sand, and snow. And it's a huge 
Battle Royale downhill race. People are on skis, snowboards, wingsuits, bikes. I don't know if you can wingsuit the whole way. The wingsuits have jetpacks. It is called Riders Republic. Uh, and I think it's a fucking... I think it's a Battle Royale race. I can't, I can't confirm. It can't, if it ends up being like, no, it's just a big old free play fucker, I will believe that too. <laughs> but it doesn't look like it's combat. It looks like it's genuinely a race. Um, Riders... Republic. I said to myself, Ubisoft, you fucking cowards. <laughs> Make a fucking skateboarding game. Like, it's what's hot right now. Everyone's making a skateboarding game. When I look at this trailer, when I play Steep, when I look at the customization for Steep, when I look at everything you fucking do, I'm like, you want to make a skateboarding game so bad, but you're just not with skateboarding. Any roller derby, anything else. <laughs> like, beanies and fucking bad humor. I'm like, oh, this is... Skateboarding. <laughs> this is skateboarding games done by Ubisoft. Maybe it's for the best they don't do on Cartier. You know what they should do? What? A rat race battle royale. Oh, wait, you're like getting on trains and you're fucking hopping in cars, hot air balloons. Whoa. What? Yeah. Yeah, big ass map. Mm-hmm. Only have like... Make the map bigger by only have like... What's Amazing Race? I don't know, is that eight groups of two, or is it maybe more? Have, like, 20 people instead of, like, a, a million. Oh, man. Yeah. it's a good idea. Write this down, somebody. <laughs> I do like that idea, sir. Ugh. I think that's the last thing we saw, too. Riders Republic. Um, I can't be right. What? That's the last thing we saw? For Ubisoft. Hmm. Ubisoft ended with Riders Republic? I think they did. Maybe they're just real proud of it. Uh, so that was that, Cartier. A week or so after that, they also announced Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell coming to VR exclusively for Oculus. Brought to you by Facebook, I think. <laughs> Please sign in to your Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> On Oculus. Uh, thoughts, Cartier? What, anything, anything I just mentioned of note to you from the Ubisoft forward? Anything ring your bell? Um, Rising Phoenix looks good. It might it be something that I'm interested in. That's, it might be, for sure. I still want to see more, but it's definitely got... I'm definitely, like, peeking at it. It's definitely got griffins. <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited for... VR uh, VR Assassin's Creed is... Right, it wasn't forward, but yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, Scott Pilgrim coming back, exciting for sure. And you gotta believe someone's excited about that Prince of Persia. Um, you, think, you think Kyle will play it? Prince of Persia? Yeah. Maybe. Wah, wah. Maybe. Nah. <laughs> he doesn't play games. He deletes them. He might. Play. <laughs> the final thing we had, Cartier. Three days after, Nintendo had a very specific... I didn't know this. I watched them both at the same time. Uh, Monster Hunter Direct. They more specifically had a Nintendo Mini Partners Direct. Which started with what Monster Hunter had just shown. So that's interesting. But... In the Monster Hunter Direct, they went a little deeper into the two new Capcom games in the Monster Hunter franchise. We got both for Switch. Obviously, this is the fucking <laughs> this is Direct. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, seemingly more like uh, Monster Hunter Generations or the more classic handheld Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. It looks like that's the continuation of that. Um, and then Monster Hunter Stories 2, which is obviously the continuation of Stories 
Um, all new monsters in Rise. Um, Rise generally looked good. I, I like prop good for you. This is, this is what I was thinking. I was like, good for you, Capcom. It's like time to cash in on the new Monster Hunter fans because yeah, we all want World Two, but like, yeah, no, get your side shit out. Yeah, <laughs> it's good because some people genuinely want the next handheld one. That's true. Uh, there's a, a big a following for sure, but they started off that was genuinely four or five minutes, bunch bunch of new Monster Hunter stuff. Stories, I don't know well, but I can tell you it looks like you're making friends with the Anjanath. He's like, but he's your friend. And he's deadly, and you bond. Yeah. And stories, too. <laughs> uh, fitness Boxing 2, another sequel we couldn't wait for, Cartier. <laughs> Talking about motion control, boxing, now with three new coaches. Um, I think this came out for the Switch, also. This is just, we've been here this long now. We're getting yeah. motion control sequels. Uh Disgaea? Is that how I'm saying this? Yeah, Disgaea 6. Disagia? Not Disagia. Uh, well, it's the one that is D-I-S-G-A-E-A. It's the one that Trey played, if you're a longtime fan of the podcast. <laughs> this week in gaming, two and a half years ago, he was playing Disgaea 5. Uh, it's lovable, over-the-top battle system is back. If you can picture strategy, turn-based gaming... And you picture, like, a penguin that kind of looks like Penguin Warrior from Yu-Gi-Oh. You're like, what is that game? It's Disgaea. <laughs> That's what I know about Disgaea. Uh, but it's definitely tactics-y, I believe. Who the fuck knows? I'm not much of a Disgaea guy, but it looked good. It is the new Disgaea, Disgaea 6. That was followed by Empire of Sin, which is chicanery cartier. D'Angelo said he was probably in. Uh, wait, you have Empire of Sin drafted? No. I think someone on Fantasy Critic has Empire Sin. Top-down mafia game. Uh, RPG fucking slash team-up. RPG elements, but you're fucking teaming up and you're like looting caves and looting fucking holding down warehouses and fucking threatening fucking local clerks. And it looked interesting. It looked very noir. It looked very mafia-y. Mafia. Empire of Sin. Look into that. It looks like it was still. Oh, I do have it. Yeah, I think it said 2021. Yeah. <laughs> I could be wrong, though. I'm not winning this year. You got it this year, Cartier. Uh, you just gotta believe. I believe in a Hellblade. Hellblade! Sniper Elite 4, um, which is the newest Sniper Elite. Also shown, coming out for the Switch. Uh, we saw Long Dark, which is that indie. Uh, survival game outside with the bear where you have the bow and arrow you remember that yeah it was originally on the nindy showcase so it was on the mini one this the mini partner showcase it's kind of cool uh long dark big hype we saw pj tour 2k21 struggling to run <laughs> on, on the switch <laughs> in that preview uh that's coming <laughs> we saw hades balan world rune factory 5 some of those things are like Hades is a big following right now. Rune Factory has been around forever. I have nothing to say about those games, so I'm gonna group them all together. Yeah. Of those three, Balan World, check out what the fuck that is. I have no idea. It's like a platformer that looks like it'd be up my alley, but isn't quite. But I suggest you look into Balan World. Uh, but what they ended is what I want to talk about, Cartier. Huh. 
Nintendo and Microsoft are fucking friends, Cartier. <laughs> this is the editorial this week, practically. They are fucking friends, and this is this is why. I was watching the PS5 showcase with uh, D'Angelo. Final Fantasy 16 shows revealed, announced. It looks good, and it ends with the words. Uh, ex- console exclusive PlayStation 5. And I don't know anything past that. I assume that that means what it says. Console exclusive. Didn't say timed. People have been pretty careful about saying timed exclusive too. But, uh... You know, and that's like... Maybe if you'd like talked to me three years ago, I'm like, that's not that shocking, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. In the last year, two years, when they started putting all the Final Fantasies out on Switch and Xbox... Not even, like, collections, like, put them out individually. It's like, no one said anything, but maybe it gave you a glimmer of hope that Final Fantasy, one of the biggest fucking exclusives for fucking ever for Sony, like, top five forever, might be, you know, spreading its wing enough, spreading its wings enough, like, Microsoft for real, it's going to sell on these other platforms, which, you know, everything's going to sell on every platform. Yeah. Too. Who fucking cares? Uh... <laughs> But no, maybe 16 will come... No. 16 exclusive for the PS5. So, it's the opposite feeling of that, Cartier. <laughs> when I see Nintendo Mini Partner Direct end with Ori. They come with Ori, and I'm like, Oh, this is the new Ori. This is Will of the Wisps. This is the second one. Coming the same year we had just gotten the first one, which came out a few years ago. We got the first one on the Switch recently. Which is seems like the perfect fit. Ori on Switch. Money in your hand. Fucking perfect. What a great fit. Yeah. Uh, so they start, showing the, they start showing the trailer for Will of the Wisps, the Ori sequel. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, oh, man, that's kind of fast. I wonder when they're going to... I'm like, I don't even know if it's been six months. I wonder if they're going to say a date where it's like, oh, that and that'll be a year. It'll have been on Xbox exclusively for a year, and then Ori comes to the Switch. And then that trailer ends with a fucking shadow drop. It's like, available today. I'm like... Well, damn. <laughs> I think it came out in February unless it got delayed to March. And now it just... Uh, the second very recent came out this year. It's come out in September. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. This is... Nintendo and Microsoft are friends. Fuck that Square Enix shit. <laughs> Fuck that Sony <laughs> shit. Nintendo and Microsoft are like, oh... We'll get along here. Can't wait till we get a Nintendo game on Microsoft. Yeah. It will be Bayonetta 3. <laughs> That'd be crazy. It might be. Um, that's madness. But, no, it's good to see. It's good to see them not worried about shit like that. And they said they weren't going to worry about exclusivity. But you always figure when everyone says that, they're lying. Yeah. So. Uh, and I bring up Final Fantasy, because not only does it hurt because it started getting spread to everything, but I will say... It's not like there was a lot of things in that PlayStation 5 showcase that said console exclusive. Yeah. Like, I think it's the only one that said that exact word, so... Pretty interesting. Uh, Ori on the Switch. Exciting, Cartier. Does that excite you? Does that put the warmth inside? It, uh... I'm always looking at it, and I'm thinking at some point I might want to play it. It's just like, what platform at this point do I Mm -hmm. play on? It's... So I never finished the first one. Yeah. But it's like sitting there like a classic waiting for me, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> That's how I generally feel about it. I played enough of it, no, I really like it. I think it, I just played like Hollow Knight when I started playing. It might be on Game Pass. I think it might be, man. 
Absolute classic. In fact, I've been, it's I've first been, party, so... I've been thinking about uh, downloading Goose Game, though. Ooh, the update, is it here already? Um, I'm not sure, but I do know that it's on Game Pass. Mm. Co-op untitled Goose Game coming soon. Cartier, we did it, though. Can you believe it? We did a podcast? The whole podcast. <laughs> Covered nice. Two directs, two price announcements, Ubisoft talking fucking right at us and like man two songs two songs a lot of songs happened this episode uh honestly Cartier when I think back on all of it I'm like there's so much side news that happened too that we could have talked about longer if we had actually been up to date the fact that Assassin's Creed on VR I'm not a big Assassin's Creed guy but I do recognize the beauty of Assassin's Creed 1 (laughs) before that formula has been undone which you can't undo that yeah but before it's been done to death, before it's been a lot of great things have been added to it, I think the first Assassin's Creed is fucking classic. And I am not an Assassin's Creed guy. I'm sure Kyle would agree <laughs> if he was here right now. Yeah. Fucking it in VR is a good idea. Well, yeah, no, it's like I'm interested. It, it gives me the same vibes as like when they're like Hitman VR, and I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah, perfect. You know, Assassin's Creed VR. I'm like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me mm-hmm. talk to Leonardo. It really depends on how the movement. Uh, works also, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm because we've never played that game. Wait, is that 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 game is only third person, right? There's no first person in it, right? Is it the first side screen? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's third person. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. Are we gonna be Desmond? Is that the first one? I'm Desmond. Who knows? What going in the Animus. Oh my God! Yeah. Dude. I was like, what is being in a bush gonna look like to you? What is skydiving into, oh, into a the, bale oh, of hay? Yeah, yeah. So, sure. That's hypes. That's the hypes. You know, climbing stuff? Doing the eagle eye thing? Oh my god. Climbing stuff. Also, man, seriously, that Mario 3D All-Stars cartier, a big deal. For real. Yeah. Uh, I know you're like, oh, I kind of want to play Sunshine. I'm like, I kind of want to play all three of those games. I've never given Super Mario 64 a fair shake. See, my reason behind not really giving a fuck about Mario 64 is I have the uh, the DS port of it, which... You played to death? I didn't play to death, but I mean, like, I'll play it every now and then. It's not bad, but yeah. I believe that um, Consensus Online, correct me if I'm wrong, at Limit Media... At Gmail. At Gmail.com. But I'm pretty sure the Consensus Online is the 3DS, or not the 3DS, but the DS version... Is a all-around better version than the 64 version. I'm pretty sure the 64 port is not the DS version. Mm. I bet you're right. <clears throat> you know, so it's like... <laughs> I don't know. The one analogy I had doesn't really work because I enjoy playing Pokemon games for different reasons. So it must it must make me think that people like playing Mario games for like different reasons. Whereas sure. like... I could play Soul Silver, and then I could also play Silver, and they're both basically the same game, but they're different in their own ways. Mm-hmm. Versus sixty four, right? Sixty four DS. I honestly, I honestly say the differences would probably be like red and blue and yellow, oh, and okay. sixty four and sixty four DS. You know, sure, sure, yeah. I mean, I bet Galaxy is going to be fucking great. Yeah, I've never played Galaxy. That's one that yeah. I'd be down to play. Played bits and pieces. It's good. 
definitely does the old... I love when you put me on a 3D object that's circular but not huge and I can walk around it. The camera fucking... Like, Psychonauts menu. Like, I feel like so many weird games I played for, like, a stretch, they like, all did that same thing. Where it's like, you're on this object now. Yeah. Uh, Another thing we didn't talk about okay. is... uh. Not only did uh, um, Super Mario All-Stars come out for the Super Nintendo Virtual Console, but uh, Donkey Kong 2, Donkey Kong Country 2 also came out. Yep, on the agenda. On the same thing. A few different things. Uh, They just added, I think, one or two games to the NES Classic, and two or three games to the SNES. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's big. I do, I honestly like that online thing. I know it's like not a whole lot, but... I've definitely got my money's worth. Just from, I, I like it. Just from playing those games they've given me. Which well, because like a lot of the games they have on there are like games that like yeah, I probably like I own I own Country. I, I have own, one in I three. Own, I own I own what the Zelda Link to the Past game that they have on there. I don't own that, so that's actually one of the yeah. few things I played. Yeah, yeah, it's fun, isn't it? You have yeah, to go. Yeah, it's great. Man. You, you figure out how to lift that push up. I don't even know if I did. To fall in the well. <laughs> I know they st- there's a weird they start you with a weird file. I think in that one, like you can start with the weird file. Yeah. Good stuff, yeah. A lot of big stuff happened in Cartier. Meanwhile, the guy that made Rayman is Meanwhile. like, goodbye. <laughs> to talk with the animals. <laughs> oh, that's good shit. Follow your dreams, bud. Yeah. Or, no, I mean, it might not be. I don't want to say. <laughs> I mean, hope, hopefully you follow your dreams. Yeah. That's why this is happening. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2... Coming 2023. Unconfirmed. Cartier, before we leave, I gotta say, what is what are you most excited for? Next thing you're gonna play? Hmm. It could be one or two things, whatever. I have something to buy time for you if you need it. Hmm. I don't really know, man. Honestly. I can tell you for me. Yeah. I, have, I have two. I think we talked about both of them, man. Uh, so as soon as I heard the fucking... Katamari Damacy re-roll. I'm like, yeah. I almost bought it on Switch. I have the demo on Switch just to play it. And it's fun, but it's also... Uh, I've played those levels in the regular Damacy a little bit, but mostly I've played the remastered ones in Katamari Forever for PS3. So, like, some of those levels are redone and reused. Uh, so I love the style of the original, and re-roll looks way more like the original than it looks like Forever. Uh, but yeah, something about it on Switch wasn't. But as soon as they said they'd give me achievements for it, I don't know what happened. Cartier, fucking something clicked inside my head. I'm like, give me that fucking. It's probably because I can play on the PS4 controller again, like yeah. that PlayStation controller. Uh, not shit on the controls for any Nintendo thing, but something about it. Now it's on PS4. I'm gonna buy it. I think I've been programmed to do that by advertising. I don't know. Um, but I can tell you the other thing is speaking of being programmed. Cyberpunk 2077 Cartier Cyberpunk I'm genuinely excited for it It's the big thing I have that That absence Inside of me Uh, I liken it to this Cartier I watch a wrestling program Called All Elite Wrestling They have some old I'm sorry Older commentators Some guys who were You know In the heyday of 90's And some of the biggest You know Big commentators People we know People we grew up with Tony Schiavone, Jim Ross. This guy named Tony Schiavone. Oh, he's fucking... I don't know, he's like 50s. But he still he plays video games. And yeah. I've listened to him talk about it. And he beat Red Dead 2. And he 
As like a 50-year-old man diving back into games who admitted he put a little bit too much time into Red Dead Redemption 2, I imagine... <laughs> I imagine, like, playing video games and being older, and then, yeah. It's probably rough to be like, man, did I really put 80 hours into that game? Whereas we're like, yeah, we put 80 hours into that game. It's a little bit more of a reluctance. But he talked about the gap inside. Now he's like, I kind of miss Arthur Morgan. He's like, I kind of miss... And I related. It's not just Arthur Morgan. Red Dead's a great game. Red Dead 2 is a great game. The games that Kyle told me he doesn't like to play anymore, like the really deep narrative fucking usually open world, I think I always want one of those. I don't always have it. That's why when I, I jump so hard into Judgment, it's nice to have like a big-ass, meaty world that takes a long time to get through. I think Red Dead is that. After Red Dead, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking playing all these smaller games. I'm like, even bigger games, like not every game feels like that. Far Cry 5 didn't. I'm, I liked Far Cry 5, but... You should play Spider-Man, man. And yes, there's you a should play, You should play Spider-Man. <laughs> but now we've missed the gap. We're almost to October, which is almost November, which is Cyberpunk Cartier. <laughs> but no, uh, I think Cyberpunk, I know you don't like to hear it. <laughs> I mean, it's not coming out this year, so... It may be so, then I won't be playing it if that's the case. <laughs> but I'm also not like a Witcher guy. It's not like I was a Witcher, like, oh, I can't wait for the next... It's not like that at all. It's just like... I heard the storyline's gonna be a little bit shorter than The Witcher 3. Yeah, so that's cool. It's supposed to be a long game. It's supposed to be a lot of side quests. Uh, I'm not day one on a lot of things, but I think I'm willing to roll the dice. Because that's where I am with Cyberpunk. If it's bad, it will still be okay. That's where I need to be to spend that $60. It's like, even if this is bad, I'm like, it'll be it'll be okay. As someone who got Anthem day one, I say good luck. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. I'm going to need that. So you most looking forward to the relaunch of Anthem, or...? Yeah, no, I'm really excited to <laughs> freeze on the map, not have a head, glitch uh, when I get into the worlds. Is it Pokemon Snap? Is that the next thing that is not out yet that you're truly anticipating? I don't really know. There's a, another Pokemon DLC coming pretty soon. I've got to think it's coming pretty soon. Maybe that's it. The Isle of Tundra, but I haven't even beaten the other one yet. What will I do? The Isle of oh, Armor? Oh, yeah, I haven't beaten the Isle of Armor yet. Gotta get those raids, raids, raids. I know, it's real engaging. <laughs> but <laughs> I am find myself so engaged. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> gonna end the podcast like that? I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to thank everyone for it's listening. A, it's, a, it's a little petty. <laughs> Cartier, do you want to hit the plugs? Yeah. Don't plug, don't plug creatures or... Anyone that used to be a I mean, why, why would I, Game Freaks, not plugging them anymore either? <laughs> oh, uh, take that. Um, yeah, no, but, uh... <laughs> like we said earlier, if you would like to contact us, you can find us at litmitmedia at gmail.com. Oh. If you are listening to our podcast, first of all, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for that. Yeah. Listen to us ramble for hour, hour and a half about video games. It's nice. Feels nice. On iTunes, you give us five stars, Cartier. I cut in because I got an email this week that was some random company being like, we do pod statistics. I only bring that up because it, like, resent us. It's like, here are your reviews around the web. And it sent us the two iTunes reviews. I'm like, oh, feels good. Nice. Both five stars. I don't want to brag, Cartier. What the fuck? Yeah. How many do we need before it counts? Oof. Maybe five, maybe ten. Five more at least. Seven? Maybe. Oh, my God. So the... You can definitely give us five stars. If you don't want to write a review, you can always just hit them with the old 
Hashtag Buff Luck. That's B-U-F-F-L-U-C-K. Buff it. I don't wanna I don't wanna break the mold, but man did I just watch a spider. I'm watching him right now. He is right there behind you underneath the Grand Theft Auto. Oh he's getting it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we'll just let him be. That being said, if you are listening to the podcast and you're thinking, hey, you know, I'm listening to it on Spotify, but like, what if I don't want to listen on Spotify? Damn. You know. There's other places. There are. There are many, many other places you can listen to us on, like Stitcher, Castro, Google Play Store. You can get it on Apple Podcasts. Litmedia.fireside.fm. I'm just just saying because, like, you know, like sometimes when you're on Spotify and like Joe Rogan just went over there, so like (laughs) you don't you don't want the servers to go down or anything when you're like, man, I really want to listen to the Great Lakes Gaming podcast. Yeah, I hate the color green though. (laughs) Joe Rogan didn't hate the color green. You know what I mean? He fucking loves money. He fucking take. We also have a YouTube channel. It's true. It is uh, Lit Mitten Media. Lit Mitt Media. L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D-I-A. And there you can find classics such as Dan and I doing a... Uh, hmm. break, breaking Down the Crown. Oh, yeah. Fall Guys runs commentated by myself and Mr. Cartier. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um... Cartier, you know what I just randomly thought about? I'm going to mention it now. Hmm. L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D-I-A made me think of uh, the D-I-A. Nice. Well, Detroit Detroit Institute's art. Shout out. (laughs) (laughs) But aside from that, what, Fireside, all those great things, Cartier, tweet to us on Twitter, Facebook. I think you said it all, baby. Yeah. yeah. You you can subscribe on assorted services. Listen, Stitcher, 100%. I'm small, all of them probably, 100%. (laughs) Get them automatically downloaded to your ears. What's the cost? There is no cost, Cartier. I couldn't charge for this. I asked if we were allowed to. They said, fuck no. (laughs) They listened. They're like, "Mm." I thought we were in. But no, they heard the theme song. They said no. They didn't even get to the Carl. Didn't even get to the Carl. They talked over the Carl. The worst. Uh, Litman Media at Gmail. If you have any complaints, um, corrections, even fan art of Cartier dancing a little jig, as we're one to, we're both one to do. But we already have enough pictures of you know. Litman Media Cartier. Anything else to plug? Mm, no, really, just stuff about great days and knots. That true. I will say also on our YouTube. Apex Legends lore videos, Super Nintendo, Super Forgotten videos, uh, Super Nintendo Forgotten videos, videos of forgotten Super Nintendo games, um, how else can I say it? And Apex Legends lore. <laughs> what else do we have? We got Pokemon stuff, we got a lot of shit on there. Yeah, we got bu- Bubblegum Guardians. He's killing it. If you want to see 30 seconds, of 16 seconds of Bubblegum <laughs> Guardians sitting on a wall blowing a bubble, people love it. <laughs> I'm like, hey, let me check to see how the new video is doing. No, people only watching Bubblegum Guardian. <laughs> oh, and I, the one thing, last thing I'll plug on on the YouTube before we get off. Guess who ASMR? It's also on this podcast feed, probably wherever you're listening to this too. Little ASMR with myself, Nicholas Cartier, guessing who we have in Guess Who Waves, Milton Bradley. 
2020. Waves. I guess that's all from you, Coach. All right. So well, that, sh- well, shit, Dan. Make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. <laughs>